Good morning, folks. Welcome to another edition of the Morning Glory Sessions. I'm excited. This is the last week. Or we're coming in the last week of me having to do the Zoom sessions. In fact, today week, I'll be in the gym again. And um, it's because I was in the gym yesterday doing more work with it that this sort of topic came up during a dream. Um, we live in a... We don't live in America, basically. You know, people from North, the north of Ireland, we, we live in a very repressed society. A, very, um, a society that almost doesn't like to see other people succeed. And we tend to, well, my experience anyway, we tend to put other people down rather than lift them up because watching other people succeed is sort of testament to our own feelings and our own lack of self-belief. Whereas upon America, it's all about, fuck yeah, go for your dreams and do what you want and, you know, the land of the free and all that crap, whether, forget about the politics and just talking about the actual, the culture within the, within the country. So we live in this country ourselves where it's, it's very repressed. We're not very encouraging. Um, we don't like, we don't like to like boast about our, our achievements, but we're quite happy to put ourselves down and put our, put down our own feelings. And th that that whole culture that we live in in this country is probably one of the reasons why that um, so many of us don't succeed in their dreams because it's easier for us. We, we live in a world where we're told take don't take risk. We're told be careful. We're always there's always doubt placed upon our goals. Now I understand this completely because my parents and my ex-partner all they used to tell me I was mad for doing what I was going to do you know like I am that type of guy that does something just because people tell me not to you know when I started MMA I was told by my parents it's fucking cage fighting don't watch human cock fighting don't you be going to do that that's madness what lad ever come to you're going to get hurt because they told me that I done MMA. Now remember, this isn't when MMA is popular. This was back when no one knew what MMA was. It was, I think there was maybe, I think there might have been eight people in the whole country doing it at this point. It was one of the first eight. There was Davey Patterson, Peter Lavery, Tom Lamont, self, Andy Ryan. No, sorry, sorry. Andy, Andy Ryan, John Kavanagh, Andy Burroughs, Johnny Burroughs, um, Greg, Thomas, Leo, 10 of us, 11 of us. That was it. So you're going back to the time when there was maybe 11, 12 people in this country doing MMA. It wasn't even called MMA. So I was, I done that anyway. And then I then I decided to go for the open my own, my own club. Again, I was told, don't do that. That's stupid. Never going to work. Well, two years later, I opened my first gym. And then again, I was told, don't do that. That's stupid. Don't do that. You're, you're, it's going to fail. Again, this is back in a time when private gyms didn't exist. It was all leisure centers. So again, it was like an, an outlier sort of thing, you know, something that no one ever done. I, I done it again. And then I decided to leave that gym because I just wasn't getting home. I'm a business partner then. I wasn't liking the atmosphere of the gym. I, I didn't feel like it was my gym anymore. So guess what? I was told not to do that by my parents. So I've done it anyway. Then I was told not to go bankrupt and I've done, done that anyway. And everything I've always done, I've always done against the advice of other people. And, and even though it's put me through in the position of like a struggle and it's nearly cost me my life a couple of times and my depression and my mental health and those situations it put me into, I still got through it and I've learned from those experiences. And because of that, I've grown. Now, yesterday, this is where I come from, by the way. Yesterday, I was standing in Premal. And I, I sort of switched the place around a bit, you know, having, having a wee bit of looking, I was going, I was having a look at the place, just moving equipment around, trying to, I bought a lower, but spent about another 6,000 on equipment, um, specifically for guys and girls who are over 40, you know, I've, I've always looked at the problems 
that my members encounter and I try to find a solution and what bit of kit can I bring into that to make it more inclusive for everyone. So I've, I've been manoeuvring things about and I've got everything moved around and I, I can sort of see the outlay. And I step back and I just thought to myself, fuck me, that's, I own everything here. I have, I have, I have built this from nothing. All my gyms, all Iron Fit, Fred Academy Ireland, Iron Fit, the gym in the falls, fucking Primal. I've built it from nothing. I've built it with no investments. I've, I've built it with my own sweat equity. And I was able to step back yesterday. And for the first time in my life, I was actually able to turn around and say to myself, I am proud of my achievements. I am proud of who, what I have done and how far I've come and how far I've got myself regardless of how much more success other gyms are having, regardless of how busier, how many more clients or members they've got compared to what I have, I have built Prima up to be exactly what it is that I envision. And that's taken a lot of time and taken a lot of effort, a lot of struggle. And it actually brought me, it brought me back to, I had a sort of reminiscent moment in, in that gym last night, uh, yesterday, I'm sorry, not last night, yesterday. And, uh, I can remember near the windows, it was March, but well, it was sort of March, I hadn't even opened yet. And uh, I was undoing the mats and I was putting the mats down. I was cutting the mats to make them to make them even, you know, make everything fit nicely. And I was listening to a motivational guy, uh, Les Brown, a guy that I love to listen to. Right? He's just a, he's a motivational speaker that just seems to get me going. Right? I'm, I'm not big into the motivators, don't Tony Robbins and all stuff, but sometimes... You don't need advice. Sometimes you just need to hear the right words at the right time to get you through that point you're at or to get you to believe in yourself or to make you think differently about things. And that's what Les Brown does for me. He's he's very I listen to his books all the time. Even though I know the stories coming through, he's very powerful for, for me anyway. He's very powerful the way he speaks. And he likes to talk and he, he likes to tell stories. Everything he does tells stories. And I'm a storyteller. I like to tell stories. I like to use euphemisms and all this type of stuff. And one of the stories he, he told, and it just it resonated with me last night because it it's like just, uh, what, we, we opened five years on the 4th of April there. So I was thinking to myself, God, it would have been five years, just over five years ago, I was in in this building and there was no mats down, there was no buildings. It was just, it was my head, I can envision what it was, but I couldn't actually see it with my own eyes yet because it hasn't been built. And it was a story he was listening to, I was listening to, he was telling and there was actually two stories, but this one was the one that really resonated with me that day. And funny enough, I was listening yesterday, and that story came back on, and that's why I just I sort of had that whoa, that deja vu moment. But it was a story about the Chinese bamboo, and he tells a story about how the Chinese bamboo there's a there's a there's a sort of strain of Chinese bamboo that it takes five years to grow, and you have to water it every single day for four years, and nothing happens. And if you don't fertilize and you don't water it every single day. It doesn't grow. So you've got to come up, you've got to go out to that pot every day, pour water on it for four years continually without missing it, or it never grows. And then the fifth year, it starts growing, and then it grows the tallest tree in the in the jungle. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. It's a good story. And uh he said then, did that change did that bamboo plant grow in one year, or did it take five years? And I can remember thinking that story. I can remember listening to that story when I was cutting the mats before Prime was opened. Dreaming of this moment, you know, thinking I was telling myself, like, this is what I'm going to maybe have to do to Primal. I'm going to have to water it. I'm going to have to, like, call I'm going to have to go through all the times, all the dark times, all the struggles, the the, the barriers, the obstacles are going to be put in my way. 
in order to get myself to the point I am today. Now, listen, maybe this year Prime will fail. Maybe it'll implode. Maybe it'll explode. Who knows what COVID's going to do to us? But the one thing I do know is that the years I have spent watering Primal, it has start, it has started to grow. It's it's grown to fruition. The fruition the way I dreamt it, the 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 vision I had in my head, the one I held true to, even through dark times, it's starting to happen, and that's happened because I have I have watered it every single day, and it makes me think to myself, how many guys and girls in, in this country, North of Ireland, because like I said in the start, we're very repressed society, we're very tribalist, we don't like to. We don't like to step outside of our comfort zones. You know, we stay in our own community still to this day. We don't go to certain areas or are nervous about going to certain areas. But how many of us would be in a completely different life doing something we absolutely loved if we had the balls and we had the balls and the, the, just the confidence to dare to dream, to just commit to what you want? Because I'd say a lot of people, the reason why their life is the way they are is because they're unhappy with who they are. They're unhappy with where they are at this moment in time. They want more. They know they could achieve more. They could probably have more if they were able to believe in themselves, if they were able to take that gamble. And would that gamble work? Who knows? I've gambled so many times. It has cost me. And I think a lot of people, this, this culture we live in now today of, you know, easiness, we don't have that ability to dig down when it gets tough and see things through. Like, I don't know how many guys are quitting gyms. You know, they, they've started the gym up, they became a PT, they opened the gym, and the gym didn't work out the first six months and then they closed. They give up on themselves. You know, I have been at that point countless times. Where, like, I've told a story before where in December 2017, I think it was, four or five days before Christmas, I hadn't eaten in three days because I had to, give the, I had to choose between feeding myself or giving them money to my ex-partner for the kids and I chose the kids I lived in Primal for a year and I lived in my van for a year to save myself money from travelling over to the flat that I used to live in over in North Belfast because travelling there getting leaving at half nine at night to to travel over there to get back up at five o'clock in the morning to drive back again that was that was a 40 minute journey which was costing me a fortune in diesel that I couldn't afford to spend. So I chose to sleep in the gym and I would get up 15 minutes before the gym is before the gym opened and pack my bag, my, my, my uh, duvet away and I would get the gym ready. And I had to put that game face on because at that point I was miserable. I wasn't happy. I was, the things were not working out for me the way I wanted them to work out. But going through that experiences, going through those experiences, sorry, they have they have they have made me the person I am today. They have they have given me actual tangible evidence and proof that I can fall back on when shit gets rough. And I've been there before. I know what this feels like. I know how to get out of it. I've done it before. I can do it again. And that is what we need. We need to sometimes just test ourselves. We need to just allow ourselves to be willing to fail in order to succeed. Because so many people I know have got great ideas. Have got passion and a passion, but society or their their commitments or the stories they're telling themselves that holds them back that stops them from becoming who they could become and that's sad because what they're doing there is then they're they're committing themselves to life that they didn't really want and that that, to me that's insanity why would we want to live a life we don't want to live when there's an opportunity when you've possibly got an opportunity all it takes is you have some balls all it takes you to find a strategy to fucking allow it to happen i'm not saying like i can remember when i before i started my jet my first gym fred academy ireland who's reckon? coffee going cold 
I can remember, I worked in the Falls Life Centre, and I can remember thinking to myself, this is not the job I want to be in. I was doing I was doing part-time, though, I was actually full-time at this point. It was full-time in the Life Centre. I was also doing the, jo- the door in Thompson's Garage full-time. So I was working the half three in the morning and getting up and going to work and been there for six or seven o'clock and whatever time during the day and doing all that. and that was just my life it was like a hamster wheel roller coaster just you know up and down and around and around it was just it was hard and it, but it showed me and it told me that I didn't want to do it and that's when I started to educate myself and even when I opened Fight Academy Ireland I still had to work in the Leisure Centre for about a solid year so I was now running the gym doing the door and working full time in the Leisure Centre and that time in the Leisure Centre if I wasn't doing what the duties I had to do I was reading. I was reading books. I was studying how to do, um, how to tra- do strength training. How to how to get to, to understand my the, the game I wanted to be in. I recognised that when I was a fight as, as a fight coach, I wasn't able to offer my fighters the strength training they needed. But that sort of that that then and I got into kettlebells in the kettlebells because Davy Pollard's in this point. And I started to study the kettlebell training. I started to study the strong first and the pobble. And that started my journey on. But I had to commit the time. And I don't think a lot of people are willing to commit the time and put the effort in and actually understand how much sweat equity and sacrifice is going to be required for you to get your dream. And that can put people off, which is which is sad because yesterday when I stood in Primal, I stood there with pride. And I did. I don't give a fuck if anyone, no one else cares about it. That's not the thing. For me, it was the fact that I, I built this myself. It's like, I understand the journey. I've, I'm the only one experienced this full journey. And I understand how hard it was. And, you know, maybe, well, not maybe, definitely I made a lot of mistakes, a huge lot of mistakes. And I could have definitely made that journey a lot, a lot easier on myself. But had I made that journey easier, I probably wouldn't be the guy I am today. I wouldn't have the strength and tenacity and the, 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 the mental fortitude to keep going. I might not be the greatest fighter in the world, but I'm always a fighter, you know. And I think each inside each and every one of us, there is that fighter within us. There is that ability to achieve things. There is that Chris as a goalmate. Every one of us, we've all got a dream, and that dream is probably sitting in the back of our mind. It probably props up even as a 45, 50 year old man. It will always still prop up in our heads, and. I'm just, I just wonder now how many people actually commit to it? How many people decide to just go for it? And why would you want to go through life always wondering? Why would you just not figure out a strategy to allow yourself to achieve the dream you want to, you want to achieve? You know, like Gail is a physio and she's got this dream of... Uh, we've got this dream of a wellness centre. Two of us are going to do this wellness centre one day. But that's that's another big dream down the future. But we've got to start planning things now. And if and the, the the dream starts with the thought. With the with I always say, you know, your thoughts become your words. Your words become your, well. That's a thought. So now that 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 that's where the creative part process starts. In here, the creation of for this has started here, and now it's like it's going to start snowballing. It might take us a long time to snowball. We have to go through a few fucking springs and summers and melt and rebuild it again. But it will happen. And that's what I, th- I think a lot of people are too are not willing to experience the hardships and to recognize the fact that just because it didn't work out this time doesn't mean that the next time is going to be the same. You know, the past does not have to dictate the future. The past, you can learn from it, and then that can help you navigate the future 
and make it make it more uh, make it more successful. Bring it bring it to the outcome you want it to to be. But I don't know what why I just it was it was something for me last night that yesterday when I stood in prime and I just realised that I've built all this myself that I own every bit of equipment there that I don't I'm not in debt to that gym that I have I've earned it all I've earned it all of every bit of equipment that I've bought through hard work and effort and the community that's been built in Primal because of it I've made lifelong friends you know and it's it's changed the course of my life but I, where would I be now had I not taken the, those risks and it's a question you maybe should ask yourselves where would you be if you maybe if you, if you well if you're if you're like in my position where would you where do you think your life would be if you hadn't have, if you just allowed yourself to fall prey to those stories or if you haven't where do you think you could be and then if you if you ask that question is like why won't you just take that risk because it's that risk that gamble that's going to maybe push you forward and help you become the guy you want to be anyway i'll see you next week and have a good weekend